This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting. <laughs> Everybody to another episode of the Real World, and this time I got one of my boys in here with me. Uh, we've recorded a few times, but because of technical difficulties, I never actually got the chance to release those episodes. But I got my man Buhari in here. Um, salute, brother. What's good? What's good? All right. So uh, everybody knows my man Buhari is um, is that guy. If you want to go out and have a good time, uh, <laughs> he always knows where to go. He has a hookup everywhere that we go. Um, he knows people. So I had an incident that came to mind, and I kind of wanted to talk about it. Uh, we went to park one time, and I specifically remember being like, yo, I don't really want to be here. But you wanted to pull up just to see what was good. I think we were someplace else. We stayed in park for 20 minutes. Now, here's the scenario. We're sitting at the bar. We order one drink. There's a nice young lady that you see that you start talking to. She's standing in between us. I have no idea how much stuff that you kicked to her. Um, I don't remember the young lady's name. I think I spoke and said, what's up? Just so I wasn't going to seem like a weirdo. She went on about her business. Um, I remember at the time having a conversation with, uh, with my girl and she was just like, yo, I heard you were in park talking to some light skinned girl. Now, Knowing this story and like it was you, I'm like, yo, I wasn't talking to a light skinned girl. That was Buhari. Like, what? What are you talking about? So, like, have you ever been in situations where you felt like because you had, and I'll and I'll give it what it is, you got bad credit, your Equifax ain't straight, but you're actually living right. So now you have to defend yourself against like previous charges. How did you handle that situation? Um. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, at the end of the day, even with the bad credit, right, in, the, in order to start to gain the trust, you have to, you just got to stay true and continue to just be like, all right, you know what, look, no, I messed up, <laughs> this is the deal, you just got to stick to it. So, like, me personally, I don't, even if you may not give me that grace because you feel like, you know, well, you messed up before, you did this, you did that. Why, why, why should I believe you're not doing this now? I mean, you can feel that way all you want, but as of right now, like, I'm trying to do the right thing, and I can't make you trust me, so I'm sorry. But I'm going to be straight up. You know, you can't be defending yourself, you know, when you're not doing something wrong. Yeah, you did something wrong before, but it's not really up to you to make that person understand. It's up to that person. Until that happens, you just have to continue to be consistent, so... Bars. Huh? I said you were spitting bars right now. <laughs> it's true, because I think a lot of the times, um, and I can use myself an example where I felt like I needed to defend my honor now. I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. Like, what do you mean? Here's the situation. And as you get like more animated and into it, you realize that you're digging yourself deeper in a hole and you didn't even do anything. And now you're defending yourself honestly for like doing the right thing. So I think a lot of what you said is true. Like, I get it. 24 months ago, I did some fuck shit. Um, dropped my credit score below 700. 
Now I'm working with like a 630. Uh, and so because of that, at 630, I don't get the same benefit of the doubt that I got when it was a 720. When it was 720, like I could be out doing all types of reckless shit and it might look weird, but I'm not actually doing anything and I'm fine. I can go home, I can sleep at night. But right. if it's bad, like I remember my best friend telling me one time, he was just like, yo, um, you just got bad credit, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> we do the exact same thing and I go out like, I can sleep at home and, and my wife doesn't care because she knows I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Now you're not doing anything either because I'm sitting here standing with you, but yeah. you got to feel like you're defending yourself as if that's a thing. Yeah, it's like, I've been paying my bills for six months. You telling me I need to co-sign it? Like, come on. Yeah. I've been on point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's offensive, man. It is. But you kind of understand where they're coming from at the same time. It's not that f- fair, too, to always have to be paying for, like, your past mistakes. But, you know. Yeah. Um. I think that it makes it a little difficult because everybody has PTSD from various relationships. And... Usually it's always things have happened prior to you. And then when you do something that's in that same like vein, it, it triggers people. So now you're dealing with like the pain that you caused, plus the pain that previous people have caused, plus how everybody else's friends kind of jump up on stuff. Like it puts everything in a whole way of situation. Um, this is kind of on topic, but like in a different path. Let's say that you're out and about and you see something that looks a little fishy with a friend of yours. Like maybe it's his wife or her husband and they are doing something that looks shady. Are you saying something to that friend or are you leaving that situation alone? Um, if it's if you're not sure what's going on. If you're kind of seeing something that looks fishy, but you're not sure, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Because if you're wrong, if you're wrong, then you're going to cause, because whether your friend now goes, confronts, you know, his girlfriend or his wife or her husband or boyfriend, and come find out it was just, looked like something was going on, but it wasn't. Now, but you, caught, you caused that rip, ripple in the relationship. If you're right, though, if I, I have to be sure that something is going down for me to say something like blatant, it has to be something blatant. So you're my man, a hundred grand, right? If you see something, don't tell me. And here's why. Ignorance is motherfucking bliss. Fact. And eventually, in some other way, all of this shit's gonna come out. Um, I don't want you in the middle of why something either goes right or wrong in my relationship. Because, like, if I say, yo, Buhari saw you doing X, this is what it is, you're instantly thrown into, like, my situation. And because that's not something that I want, I'd rather find out on my own. The other thing is I agree with you. Like, you just never know how situations are. You, I'm a hugger. So if I see somebody that I know, I hug people. Hell, like, I would be with my girl and I'm, I'm hugging people like women. Like, yo, what up? Like, it's been a long time. Like, yo, what up? How you doing? And it's not anything to me. So I could certainly hug somebody random in the club that you don't think that I know. And now it's like, oh, like you, you, you hugging chicks? Like, who is this? Right. If that's a friend of somebody that sees me. So I'm really cautious about how I move and the things that I say, because I don't want to, as you say, I'm not trying to break up somebody's happy home. Like, right. I guess it's a, a question of our friendship. 
if I know my friend wants to know and I see something like crazy, I would, I'd have a hard time with it, but maybe I tell him, but I'm very much like your relationship is your thing. I don't know what you guys have or what, you know, uh, options you figured out that work Does well the for you. Does the relationship matter? What if it's like somebody they've been dating a month versus somebody five years, they've been dating five years. To me, it doesn't matter. And here's why. Because again, the, the relationship is the same. Like whether you've been there for five years or a month, the truth of the matter is I don't know what arrangement you have. Maybe you guys have an open relationship. So like whatever she does in the streets, that's on her. As long as you don't know about it and she, he's not embarrassed, whatever you do, it's all cool. I don't know what your thing is. That's true. Like I had a friend of mine on the pod, you know, recently that talked about him being like a straight up polygamist and having two wives. So like wow. if you see him like, you know, hugged up on one woman one day and on like literally hugged up with another woman like another day. And they both his wives, like, you could cause massive amounts of problems if you're not minding your business. That's true. Yep. You're right. So, like, that's why I, I tend to stay in my lane a lot about these kind of things. Yeah. No, I, I'd rather, I err on the side of just keep, you know, staying out of people's, especially relationships for sure. But, you know, it depends. It just really depends. It had to be something real blatant for me to say something like, man, you gross. Kissing this guy, man. I'm sorry. I had to tell you, man, in front of her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if she's doing that behind your back, there's not somebody that I'm not going to, if I could do anything to help you not go down that path to be with somebody who's basically not for you, then I don't care what she thinks about me at that point. But it has to be something that serious. I don't know if cheating is that serious for me. For real? Nah. Wow. Here's why I say that. Like, The reason that I probably don't think that cheating is that serious, so many people do fuck shit. I expect you at some point to do some fuck shit. Like, I expect you to do something selfish. So because I expect the selfishness to manifest itself in some way, whether it's cheating or maybe you didn't tell me the truth about something, like, it can manifest itself in a whole bunch of different ways. So, like, that's just one of a billion ways. Ultimately speaking, are you down for me? Do you do I have my trust that like if yeah. I need you, you're there without a you know a shred of any doubt? Like that's more important to me. Now I am in the minority. I'm mm-hmm. sure if you got if I knowingly got cheated on, the shit was up. I'd be right. you know I'd be hurt like everybody else. But I also think like yo, do I know if like I don't know some shit's wrong? I can literally I know you're there. Those that's are true. the kind of things that are super important to me. It, it, but I'm again that's like true. I know I'm I'm a weirdo. Like I'm an only child, come from a single parent background, so like. I look at all of this shit different. No, I mean, I've been in situations before where I had to, you know, I talked to, I seen some, I saw something. And I went to my boy and it backfired on me. I mean, it's like, he's looking at me like, he, you know, he's like, well, you know, it's not really your business. I'm like, word. Enough said. Yeah, word. <laughs> Never word. again. <laughs> yeah, you so, won't go down that pathway anymore. But I've been on the other side too, where it's like, you know, my boy was like, you know, I told him I saw something and I'm letting you know. And he was happy. He was like, man, I'm glad you told me that because I've been suspecting this and that, blah, blah, blah. Now that gives me, I'm not going to put your name into it, but that definitely helps me, you know. And lo and behold, this person, this girl was. But you know the weird thing about that? Like, I'm going to put some of that back on homie and I don't know him. I'm not saying anybody's names, but if you're having those thoughts and suspecting that. 
you probably should have acted on something already. Shouldn't True. take your friend, your friend confirming. Something I told him for that you. too. I told him that too. Like, yeah. You know your your significant other. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell when some shit's not right. And oh, so yeah, often, oh, yeah, yeah, like people know, oh, but yeah. like it's like you want something to be blatant and in your face. Like you don't need that. But if I have to feel like, and I've never been this guy, where I need to check behind you to see what you're doing. Yo, I already know it's too late. Like the trust is lost. What are we gonna do? You lost the battle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nah, I'm not doing that. Um, all right. So we talked a little bit about that. Um, one of the reasons I wanted you over is because uh, you were definitely my bachelor friend. Uh, you had a person where, like I said, um, Bahari's fit. Bahari's rocking the beard. Bahari happens to be African in the time when like <laughs> being Nigerian is a is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Afro beats are taking over. Like we don't hear reggae no more. Like <laughs> right, so, right. like when you have that swag going, like you're popular in these streets. How has dating been in 2020 like for you? Because like under normal circumstances, you can always meet women, but with outside not really open, it's kind of open. How does that affect your dating life? I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to find somebody to get in a serious relationship with, it's been trash in that regard. It's trash, but. As far as like having a good time, like, I mean, literally, if you're just looking to have a good time, that's majority of the people who are out in these streets, right? They're just like literally the ones who are just, they're not taking anything serious. They're just trying to have a good time. And as long as your expectations is that you're going to have a good time, you're going to have a good time. Like, the women are there. Tons of women are there. But like, dating, like trying to court somebody and actually trying to meet somebody and actually trying to, you know, get to know them has not been very, has not been easy during, during pandemics, during the pandemic. It hasn't been easy at all. I mean, I say that just because everybody's expectations are all over the place, right? There's factors playing into it. Everybody's COVID threshold is different. So she might not be cool with coming to chill with you at the house, she might not be cool with going to dinner. You might not be cool. Like she might. So those kinds of kinds of restrictions change the dynamic of how you get to know that person. So maybe you're just virtual chatting all the time. Maybe you're talking on the phone. But then it comes to that. Well, you want that physical interaction, and they don't want that. So that can dead that situation. So that's. I mean, that already cuts off 25% of the population. So it's like there's a lot of factors like going into it. And then even if you can start meeting with somebody. The relationship might move too fast and you might have false expectations in that regard because you don't have any outside influences you're kind of stuck in the house i mean you're just seeing that person and yeah it's going zero to 100 real quick real quick yeah and that's just this genuine also so it's like it's hard to find a balance man if you're trying to date seriously it's very hard out here but fun if you're just trying to if you if you're if you're bold enough to be in the streets and have a good time, you're gonna have a good time. Things shut down, but people are having a good time. Trust me. So that's what I was thinking, right? Um, everybody has like their, and I think you said it perfectly. People have their own threshold for what they can do. Um, as you know, DC now has like I think all places have to be closed by ten. Winter time, you're not gonna be able to catch anybody walking. I know, like, I don't know, people aren't really walking up and down like the DC Wharf anymore. Um, 
on these days that it's cold, it's going to get real lonely. And one of the things that I fear, like at least for my friends, is that now it's like we'll just date anybody because we all want that companionship. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not really out here for somebody for you True. because or really progressing because, again, it's like, all right, I want to make sure that I at least have something that I can hold on to, even if it's not necessarily right for a number of reasons. Right. I really feel like that's a thing that we're going to all run into right now. Right. Like where I want to be sure, like the person that I'm kicking it with, like I like them for them and not because, you know, I spent six months in the crib bored or locked mm-hmm. in because I was trying to live right. On the flip side, though, not having too many external influences, you might end up finding a, a, a hidden gem where you might not have even checked for it because you like all over the place out all the time this and that I won't say hidden gem because <laughs> now you're making it seem like she's really like a five or six instead of like maybe like the eight in your mind that you exactly, hope this should be right. like nah she's still pretty but I get what you mean like yeah yeah there's so much noise generally because yeah. when when outside is open you can do whatever you want you can yeah. meet however many people that you come in contact with and it's cool yeah but when it's not I can focus solely on just True. what I want to do. Yeah. Like if I'm into you, I'm into you. I'm not yeah. into you, Amber, Akira. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? As Laura right. Under was saying, right. like, I'm not I'll even through a, the yeah. A's yet. Cause I don't know if you remember the Pharrell video for uh like girl. Or yeah, I forgot the sure. title. But yeah, yeah. For sure. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you can be that person and dating all of these people. But now I feel like one of the the benefits that you have is you can figure out if this person that you're spending yeah. time with is really for you. Exactly. I know me. I spent way too much too much of my life when I wasn't in relationships playing around. Like I'm looking specifically to just be in something and be in that versus you know single Darrell when I'm just yeah I'm having all the fun I can have because that was the thing. Like I feel like part of my life it's like. I see where life has progressed for so many of my friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm still only worried about me. So, like, I do think this is a great time for people um, that are like us, where you can figure out exactly what you want and try to focus on that. It's true. It's just, are you lucky enough to find that person where maybe you put all of that energy into them? Yeah, I mean, I think when all this is over, the dating life is even going to be worse, at least for, like, a little bit. Like, at least for, like, a, a year. Because everybody's going to come out of this pandemic basically, like, turning up. Everybody's going to come out of this pandemic like, look, I ain't had the time to do this last year. I'm doing all this. No one's trying to settle down. None of that's happening. Everybody's yeah, you know traveling people, 10 times more. You know how many people are going to be knocked up next summer? Like, I know that we talked <laughs> about COVID babies, like, as a thing when, the, when we were on oh, lockdown yeah. oh, in, like, yeah. March and April. Yo. Trust me. I know. Next summer, because we, we think that things will be a little bit better. Yo, May, June, yo, so many people going to be knocked There's up, There's a bro. few people already that I know that they're knocked up. That I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? So, look. Yeah, you're right. You're like, right they're going to be singing that. like Akon. I'm knocked up. <laughs> like, I really feel like that's going to be a thing. And I, I obviously wouldn't want to be trapped There's gonna in There's going to be a lot of shotgun like weddings in, 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 oh, in 2021. Yeah. In 2022, yeah. in 2021, yeah. Hell yeah. Uncles and daddies showing up at your door, you know what's <laughs> up. Like, fellas, please do not shoot up any clubs. Use protection. Like, don't uh, consider plan B pills a thing. If she says she's <laughs> on the pill, don't believe it. Like, I don't want you guys to do none of that. Yeah, I'm with you Protect on that. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
ladies do the same thing too because i know you don't want children out of wedlock but maybe you do if you don't but you know yeah. make sure that you're living your life right so for yourself um i got another dating question for you um how are you on like this the the dating apps like the tenders uh what is it bumble hinge do you have any luck on those I, honestly i have horrible luck on the on, on any kind of dating app to be honest with you, I, I don't use dating apps. I've used Tinder, and it was nothing but. Look, I have nothing wrong. This I have nothing bad to say. But I already know you're going. <laughs> I already know you're going. Look, look, I love my big woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's the only love I was getting. Okay. To be honest with you, I mean I don't know. I'm just not. I'm a sociable guy. I like to meet people. You know. Just randomly. Yeah, organically. Organically. I'm cool. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the online, I mean, with the, with the, um, you know, the dating apps and stuff like that. I mean, I know people that use them all the time. I mean, I think during the pandemic, it's probably even easier just to have a dating app because you're not really out like that. So you just meet, you can meet people that way. I don't think it's a problem. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't, I don't necessarily need them. Under normal circumstances, Yes. But if you're I'm not willing, I'm willing to give it a try again because maybe I'll, I'll meet different kind of pe- different kinds of people. So I would tell you to use Hinge. Okay. Like, and the only reason I say use Hinge, it's been well known through this podcast that mm-hmm. I'm only looking for like a sister, a woman, a black queen. Yeah. You can actually sort down to only get matched up with black women. Or not. Oh, okay. So I thought that was cool. That is cool, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cinder, so you can't like, do that. Yeah, everything else is like a lot of like um, European Americans. Yeah. I, I don't really want them. Like, yeah. So I'm not looking for Karens or Beckys. So because of that, <laughs> I, I'm not really trying to waste my time swiping, I don't know, right, left uh, to yeah. not find that person. But on Hinge, I can literally Just set filter. it to only like filter down the black women. So that's the only matches that will come. So, how's the quality between Tinder and Hinge in terms of quality of the people from a looks perspective? I mean, I think everything's all relative and it's all the same. Like, if I keep it a buck with you, um, when I was playing around with it, I certainly like questioned my own attractiveness. Where I'm like, maybe I'm not as cute as I thought that I was. Well, like, I'm not as handsome. Like, I'm like, damn, like, you know, this is fucking with my confidence. Like, yo, am I? Like, (laughs) like, the women that I typically date look like this. The women who on this on this app look I, like I, that, that's what and I'm I saying. really felt weird. I yeah, understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a weird dynamic, and no disrespect to anybody. Like, just telling my truth. Um, but what I thought was my caliber wasn't liking me, and so just knowing that, that made things a little weird. Like, I didn't really want to deal with that or stay in that space because of that, and so. Yeah. Uh, that's that's actually the big part for me. I'm like, I'm not getting the. Co- the, the quality that I would normally expect, I'm not getting. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but yeah. So I have a friend who basically finds all of his, the women that he dates through like IG. And he just DMs people that he finds interesting for whatever reasons. I always feel like if you're you're like randomly DMing like most people, like it goes into that like deep dark place that women don't want to answer IMs from. Um, or DMs from, excuse me. Uh, like I have a friend who was telling me about basically um, she was trying to get popping on social media, so she's been accepting more people and friends in and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was just like, "Yo, if you knew some of the shit that men sent me, 
you would not think that it was cool. She was like, I understand why people don't like open DMs. So like, unless like she happens to be the kind of woman that's looking through that deep dark place, that's mm-hmm. the other version of it. She might not even see that you you shot your shot. Wow. So like, it's a it's um, true. Yeah, it's a it's a weird time right now. So like, that's I weird, I really man. do feel b- bad for like everybody involved because like people are trying to find their happiness um, through other people, and it's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's, it's, it's unco- you have to be unconventional in these times. Dating from a dating perspective, you just have to be unconventional with it. Like the Instagram, the DMs, and all that. I mean, to hit or miss. I mean, sometimes you just shoot your shot and hope that maybe you know you know you wanted like a hundred guys, but I'm doing that Steph Curry like <laughs> gift like. Hey, exactly. yeah, my man shooting a jump shot. Look, hey, like, shoot that, your that, shot, man. You, you just gotta do that. Everybody else shooting. Yeah, you're pulling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. They like you ain't gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. Like so. I always used to think that was one of the weird things in the club. Like I felt like the more unattractive you were as a man, the more women you would typically go after. So like yeah. you're shooting your shot at everybody. It's it's shotgun approach. I'm just spraying up the club, hoping that one person <laughs> would like you know like. I'm gonna hit one person where right. I was always like much more selective like yeah. two or three people like I ain't trying to talk to everybody in the club but if I I hit it off with one I'm cool with that right like and that was always my approach and so now like I feel like things are different because again you gotta like shoot your shot at everybody because you don't right. even know if people are like you know seeing it people are receiving it like maybe you again you're not yeah maybe you're not attractive for them so they're not gonna respond we, you never know what it is, but it's a totally different world, and I feel bad for everybody that's kind of in that right now. Yeah, it's better. I mean, the IG thing. The key is really just comment. Don't even do the DMs. Just more so, I think if you out there on the IG trying to holler, just hit them up on the stories and just comment on the stories. That's the key. Yeah, that's the key. Comment on the stories, man, because they looking, they looking to see who's looked at their story, who's commented on their story. <laughs> So that's the way to, that's the way to get the attention. So you know, but I mean, yeah, man. Look at my man spitting gems. So for all of you fellas, right? <laughs> Do not DM women because you might go into that deep dark place. But if you comment on their stories, they're looking to see who's saying stuff, and yeah, you're much more likely comment to get a response. Stories, yeah. But please, fellas, um, I'm gonna say this to y'all, not women. No, stay in your lane. If you know your level of attractiveness. It's cool if you stay in that. Like, yeah, I like to think I'm an attractive guy. Um, Riri's not responding to me. Like, love to think I'm dope. I ain't that dope. Riri's not responding <laughs> to me. Right? Stay in my lane. It doesn't mean a woman and I'm not like shooting my shot at a date and are beautiful because they are. But like, I ain't an eight figure nigga. So like, Riri's not giving me play. So fellas, please, you know. Yeah, you gotta stay in your lane. Yeah, know yeah. your role, bro. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Women see through all that. You know what I'm saying? Do they? I mean, if you're out there, like, hollering, hollering, like, they can tell you're just one of those guys just shooting the shots all the time, you know? It depends, your approach. It all depends on your approach. It just depends. And it depends on the, the type of woman. Like, how people post their pictures and all that, you can tell. Like, some women are, like, posting pictures to get it. They want the attention. So, yeah, you can approach them in that manner, but some of them not looking for the attention. So you just gotta give like a sophisticated response, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's ways to grab all types. Nah, that's me, real. Me who uses no type of uh, dating apps, but 
IG is definitely a good, that's a good source to meet people for sure. Is anybody still using Facebook? I don't use Facebook, honestly. Okay. I don't use Facebook. I mean, I, I used Snap before Facebook. Yeah, I only say that because I don't say anything on Facebook because I know, like, my mom was on Facebook. Yeah, Like, man. my grandmother. Yeah. Like, I, I got I'm, my nieces on that joint. Yeah. They're, like, feels five a little years too, old. It's a little too family-friendly too for fa me. Yeah, too yeah. much family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IG's a good... And then you can, like, you know, you can kind of, like, minimize your IG a little bit. Who sees what without doing too much to it. Nah, that's real. Yeah. IG's legit. It's legit. Yo, uh, last thing before we kind of wrap this up. Um, your birthday's coming up, like, relatively soon. We're kind of in the midst of uh, this pandemic. As I'm also looking for ideas for my birthday. Like, what are you going to do? That's a good question. I normally travel for my birthday. And not that I can't, but I can't get people to go. Like I said, everybody has their... The, the thresholds or if they go like honestly like places aren't really open exactly like, like even miami is like yo you can come down here but like ain't, ain't nothing to do exactly so it's one of, it's gonna be one of them beach hotel room beach hotel room and that's it it's gonna be one of them moves man okay it's gonna be the gathering the small gathering you know some close friends maybe a couple you know pretty young ladies and just do it like that it's gonna be a chill year man are you going to ask for people to have, like, tests in hand before they come through? <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not, nah, not going to do all that. Nope. I'm not. So, see? Nah, I'm going to keep it a buck <laughs> with you, right? I was thinking, like, all right, my birthday's in February. And thinking maybe go to, like, uh, rent one of these massive, like, cabins at, like, Deep Creek or something that holds, like, 20 people. We all go ahead and have a good time. However, I'm going to need a, like, a COVID test from like three days before you came for you to show up. No tests, no entry. Like, I want us all to be in here safe. And I say that because like, uh, my homie in a group chat was like, yo, right kind of when COVID was hitting, we went out to some ski thing and we were having a good time, but a bunch of people got COVID and some people yeah. died and it was a whole big thing. Wow. Right. So I don't want that on my conscience. Yeah. So to protect you and myself, I feel like the best thing to do is to make sure that we're all safe. It's the small gatherings. The, that's where the spread really happens. Yeah, that's Because you lose your guard, you put yeah, your gear. You, you let your guard yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. You let your guard down. It's the small gatherings. That's how it happens. The whole, be 20, 30 people in there, all of them would get COVID. Because we be all around, thought we're all you safe. You could be around a thousand people and you don't get no COVID. But. Yeah, it's because we thought we were safe. Yeah. So it's like, you know what, instead of me like socially distancing or wearing a mask, yo, these are my people, I'm safe. So to protect all of us, that I'm legitimate, yo. I think that's fair. Get yeah. That, yeah. They you know they they test you actually in that stadium. So we ain't even gotta go far. Okay. Like I'm hey. So is this what we're doing for your birthday? Absolutely. That's that's Let's really do my it, plan. Man. Let's yeah. do it. I'm down. I've been looking at, at cabins for a while now. Like I think i I found like the perfect one. Just I'm down. Something I'm down. to do. Um, you know, have a little fun, invite some people out, you know. Do it as big, yeah, do it as big as we can. Uh, I'm, I'm game. So we can do better. I'm game, man. Just let me know what I need to bring. Who and who? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, just bring yourself in the hookah. The hookah king. Sounds that's, good. That's all we need. Like We'll have plenty of liquor. It'll be some good times. Hit the ski slopes, all of that. Sounds good to me, man. Let's do it. Yo, man, uh, I know I wanted to thank you for coming through, especially on short notice. Um, 
It's my pleasure. It's a it's a bonus when you live like five minutes away now instead of like thirty. <laughs> so I could call you up on a short notice, like yo, I Man, need to record some through, stuff. Let's do this. I'm like, all right. I'll be there. I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you need friends like that. Um, yeah. ladies, if you want to check out Bahari, uh, I believe his Instagram is Bahari Double Zero. He's a good dude. Um, like I said, he's fit. He's got the beer game going. So <laughs> y'all will love that. Uh, I end every episode saying the same thing. Ball players want to rap. Rappers want to ball. My name is Darrell of the Real World, and I hope to see you guys next week. Peace.